and the yeah, he walks in playing the saxophone or whatever. I think that's what's crazy about <laughs> he media. He's in the door and he's like, <laughs> Oh, hey, Monica. <laughs> My staffer told me about you. Dick, tip, touch. Dick, tip, touch. DTT. DTT. Let's go. Dude, wow. it's Thursday night, fuckers. You know what that means. It's time to record another episode of Oh, oh yeah. yeah! The podcast about stories that make you go Oh, oh yeah. yeah! And I am one of your hosts, uh, Benny Putts, at Benny Putts on Instagram and at Benny Putts on Twitter. And sitting alongside me, my good sturdy pal. The sturdiest of boys. It's me. I'm Ethan Abramson. And you can find me just about everywhere. I'm on Twitter at Pasty Boys. That's Pasty Boys with two Z's on the end. Uh, my Instagram is now a public account. Anybody can follow me, whoever they want. I'm not selecting anybody anymore. Let's go. Um, and also, you can find me on my Snapchat as well. Peach McFuzz. Peach underscore MCFU double Z. That's me. Bitch. Yes, let's go. And, uh, I mean, yeah, we'll go ahead and, and go ahead. Hey, yeah, ben, pleasure, absolute pleasure. Once again, thank you. Um, ben Weber here. You can find me on Instagram at ben.web.er. We're giving this one a try, dude. Switched it up <laughs> on you. <Whoa. laughs> the only podcast that keeps you guessing on where to find <laughs> us. <laughs> I switched it at least three times now. <laughs> ben.web.er, though, is current, and we might just stick with it. I like that you gave up on the Twitter cleanup. And you, but you're just like, fuck it. Oh, I if found I some. Oh, I went like, in. If I keep them guessing what the handle is, <laughs> they'll never find it. They'll never find it, dude. Yeah. Ben, Benny Bumperills is constantly running from the listeners of this podcast. Yeah. That's a character type. How many Bible verses did your little Catholic schoolboy ass post? None. none. Yeah, probably none. Yeah. He was probably, very anti-establishment. Yeah, you probably weren't yeah, like was. a... You weren't, like, on Jesus' dick or anything like that. There yeah. was one really pretentious tweet about jazz music that oh. I was... Oh, that shit. I, he was oh, like, no. I'm so happy this band is finally showing the true side of jazz. Bitch! Push it this way. Thank you. That's all I need. It was all about joints and jazz back in the day. Yeah, joints yeah. and jazz. Joints and jazz, dude, back in high school. J&J, and J, Jim and Jade Gould. You probably lost your virginity in a hurry. Um, with that kind of motto and lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Well... First, it was jumping jacks, you know, because I had to lose the weight. So it was jumping jacks, then jazz, then joints, and then vajayjay. So yeah. it was never at one time jumping jacks, joints, jazz, and vajay. Yes. It well, was different waves. Yeah, joints was first, but, you know, we made our way there. One second sure. here. So you're doing jumping jacks, jays and jays, hitting vajays and jays, right? <laughs> yeah, dude, and J and J is canceled because they're Time out. Up, what dude. year was this? Um, Johnson and Johnson. Yes, uh, this was I don't know 2011. You did year all that than in one year. Good uh, big year, big year. Wow, yeah. mm -hmm. dude, if you had that kind of get up and go, we wouldn't keep calling you a temp on our podcast. Yeah, I <sighs> lost it though. You know, the joints yeah. really burned were out. a little strong. Joints were a little strong. The <laughs> jacks got a little less jumpy. Yeah. And the JJ got a little consistent, as in he's a taken boy, <laughs> and hey. that means one vajay. One vajay a day, the same vajay, air day. And That's how he play. 
And also for shows that we've got coming up, I know that on May 15th, the We Like to Have Fun Here show is going to be back at Storm Cellar. Carmela Anderson is headlining. Oh, and that one's going to be... F- that one's gonna be fire, kiddos. Yeah. Please, good. please go. It's gonna be really good. I don't think Carmela's gonna be not famous for long. You, you, they can hear that. I know they can. I don't think Carmela's gonna be not famous for long. It's gonna be a Fuego show, good ass lineup. Benjamin yeah. Putz is gonna be doing a little time. I think yeah. he'll be hosting that one. Um, no, Benny Bumperales is hosting. BBR is hosting boy. it actually. Very That's first right. Hosted show. Let's That's right. Go. We called an audible. Let's yes, go. sir. Let's fucking go. I'm very excited. I don't have anything coming up for May yet, but I'm sure I'll get a couple. No. Of, oh, I'm sure I'll get a couple things. Yeah, I got a one show in Carnet. I'm gonna do to be determined, but we'll figure it out quick. May seventh, I'm doing Teehees Cream in Your Face. I'm going to Teehees in Des Moines. I'm fucking pissed, dude. I didn't even get to fucking talk about my Teehees experience. Once <laughs> and Benjamin, who edits this podcast, is gonna make sure he gets to drop it before he I do. But hey, I don't know. We'll see. Hope you do well. That's all I gotta say. Hope you don't bomb, kiddo. Speaking of bombing, me and Ethan um, need to come right. clean. This is not fair, but yeah, I I have to make an honest statement here. Um, last night, I was taken advantage of by a child. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel good. Didn't feel so good. Spencer Gordman. You know what? I'm gonna save that for later if we ever roast again. You piece of shit. But uh, yeah, it took little, everybody's lunch money. Little bit of context: Me and Ethan had a roast last night yeah. out in Council Bluffs, and uh, Ethan went up against a senior in high school. Yeah. Correct. And I just want to ask everybody who's listening to this: uh, just picture yourself as a fat guy, and then uh, also roasting a child. And then the kid says, "Ethan Abramson tucks his fat into his pants so he knows what it's like to have a penis." Okay. <laughs> a young adult comes at you with that kind of energy. What it, are you gonna do? You know, I don't. It was it was tough. It was tough because oh yeah, <laughs> I saw it, he delivered his first joke, and the look on your face was I'm about to get abused. Yep, uh, and I did. Yeah, in spades, in full. Mm-hmm. Took full, bent me right over and took care of business. I at least won the first round of that roast, but yeah. uh, got quickly dismantled round two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was very tough. I did not have a good time. Um, and honestly, I think we can all agree here that until I no longer have tits, I have no business doing a roast. And, and uh, that's fair to say. It's yeah. just a gimme. So, got to make it a little harder for him, I guess, huh? Yeah, you got to do a little maybe, bit. Maybe you got to eat a little bit more celery, have a couple salads, yeah. do some jumping jacks. Oh, well, Jack's it didn't work J&J. for Benjamin that well, so maybe oh, I won't. <laughs> got him. To be fair, just roast to be very him. clear, yeah, you're right. Ethan Abramson did just say he can't do a roast until he loses his tits as he wears tie-dye Crocs in my home. Oh, dude. And he's like, this won't get me made fun of, for sure. Bro. By comedians. If you ain't crocking. Gibbets. And uh, if you ain't crocking, well, then fucker, we ain't talking. How about that? I don't know. I am becoming a white sorority girl. I know. I have a white, not a white, I have a red hydro flask. I now have Crocs with gibbets. I wear denim jackets. Oh, fuck. It's too late. It's too late. I already am. Yeah. <laughs> and, a oop, and, a oop. and this week, we are talking about the uh, delicate topic of Monica Lewinsky. Monica Lewinsky. Monica Lewinsky. Lewinsky. I don't know the rest of that song. I just yeah. know that part. But She was in a lot of songs. Dude, she was in a lot of songs, and that kind of um, exposure, very good. Yeah. 
but also a different kind of exposure, the sexual kind. Well, yeah. okay. She definitely capitalized on it for whatever it is worth. Monica Lewinsky for sure capitalized on it, you know? Yes. She definitely did work through a bad situation, came out on the other side, and educated a lot of people on what we need. Like, she definitely moved progress from this and oh, took what sure. could be a very, what was a very traumatic experience and turned it into something very positive in a lot of other people's lives. Yeah. Which, Which is a side that I don't think a lot of people remember. Yeah. It's a side that maybe when you're listening to this episode, you'll go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. A little tiny. Oh, yeah. Huh. Dude, she kind of bridged the gap from uh, you're a harlot to don't slut shame her. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. That's, she was that bridge. That is interesting. She was part of the whole thing that went like, uh-uh, you don't say that. You don't say that. No, 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 no. She was taking advantage of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not saying you don't say that. I'm saying oh, no. in general people don't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Honestly, everybody dies eventually. Just fuck as much as you want. Yeah, that's the thing that I think, like, if I, I don't if you go back, it's like the two consenting adults made a decision, and then one of the consenting adults happened to, to the, the leader president. of the free world. <laughs> yeah. Hey, baby. And, and I mean. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> she comes in, he's like, Monica. <laughs> uh, what do you think is, I hate, dude, I don't even know if this is too much to joke about, but, like, what do you think Bill's line to pick up Monica was? I'm the president. You know what I mean? I like, guess that well, probably does work. Hey, for him. this whole country, I'm in charge of it. <laughs> so uh You wanna know where the restroom is anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> he was like <laughs> part of the secret service. This is a secret restroom. <laughs> <laughs> this room right here is just for playing saxophone. <laughs> He's like, and this drawer right here, this secret drawer is where I keep my snacks, girl. And then at the end of it, Monica, I'm going to call you a slut. <laughs> <laughs> and but don't worry. Hey, you didn't even try to talk to anybody about this. Yeah. I'll deny and it. And if only Monica knew that in 2020, everyone would be like, Bill Clinton's kind of an asshole, and this Monica, like, kind of dope as fuck lady. But Bill Clinton, during this whole thing, it was like his drop in popularity was like, bloop, and that's it. Oh, yeah. And then he went fucking right back to fucking uh, foreign affairs with China, dude. Of course, because back then you could. Yeah. Bill Clinton, actually, people don't know this, is a reason for the North American Free Trade Agreement. Huh. Really? Yeah. A really fact of the day. Huh. Uh, oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, um, we're pretty much we're going to go hop into... We're going to start by describing just who Monica Lewinsky is. I sweet, sweet Monica, born in 1973. Uh, I grew up in San Francisco. California in general is what I can, uh, what I can get from Ooh, this. Ooh, Californian. She's Cali a California girl. California girls, they're unforgettable. Daisy Dukes bikinis on top. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> Dude, she'll melt your popsicle. Yeah, <laughs> but dude, sweet, sweet mon, and I think um, and where I she, oh please, please, no, you go. Where she comes into the story, I think, is kind of uh, gonna tie in later because she was so young when all this took place, which is something I was not very aware of. Yeah, we're all older than she is. Oh yeah, by only a couple years. Yeah, yeah, How fresh old out of college, I believe she was twenty-two when yep. the scandal all took place, Oof. dude. And when I was twenty-two. 
I got arrested for the second time, so we've all been 22. We've yeah. all proverbially sucked Bill Clinton's dick. Yeah, some people suck president's dicks. Mine was Lady Justice's. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You licked the you licked the little oh, red dude, button of I, just. I put the fucking balls and the dick in my mouth at the same time. Wow, dude. So honestly, if Joe Biden was like, hey, you want to see this presidential piece? I'd be like, I'm ready more than ever. She graduated school, I believe, was in uh, 95, the year I was born. And then that summer uh, gets a, a role in the White House. It's just an internship, which... Coincidentally, I believe a girl from my uh, from my high school got one of these internships working for a senator, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so these are just like regular girls. You know, these are just like plain old middle of the country. She's from California, you know, wherever they're from. They're just college girls getting these internships pulled pulled up to the White House. And, uh, and they're like, she's 22 and this happens. And it's like a whirlwind of things. She gets kind of placed into a really good ass internship. Indirectly, uh, closely to the president. She graduates with a degree in musical theater. I just, I just read a theater degree. So not even political related. Her family just had connections to the White oh. House. Yes. Yes. So she gets uh, this role under Leon Panetta, the oh. chief of staff at the White House. So this is how it yes. all kind of comes together, and her and Bill meet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, he walks in playing the saxophone or whatever. I think that's what's crazy about <laughs> he media. He's in the door and he's like, <laughs> Oh, hey, Monica. <laughs> My staffer told me about you. <laughs> Dude, fuck. fuck. This is the shitty part about media back then is like the media literally could just, whatever version of Bill Clinton they presented. That was the only way people knew Bill Clinton back then. Because no one had an iPhone to record his secret like, yeah, I fucked that bitch. She's such a slut. And then I told everyone I didn't do it. Like, if that existed, you know it's all resolved. Actually, you know who he actually probably told that to? Who? Jeffrey Epstein. Probably. But that's a whole other episode. We'll never do a Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, Epstein. I pray to God. The moment we decided to do Jeffrey Epstein, the next episode That's jumping is the shark. Over. Yeah, yeah, it's... <laughs> It's over. But, yeah, dude, it's fucking wild. It's fucking, it's a wild, wild world. That is crazy, though, that she had no political, like, aspirations (laughs) and then just got put in this, like, life-changing situation. I imagine her, like, smacking on some gum and twirling her hair, and she's like, yeah, I guess I'll go to the White House or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) What am I going to do with my art degree there? And then they're just like a record scratch. This was the worst mistake I ever made. At this moment, Monica knew. She fucked up. No, dude. But yeah, the media could just present. like that's Because people just received news at their homes through their televisions. And they just assumed that the things people were telling them were true. So Bill Clinton could be this super smooth guy that the country liked and did popular things. And then be this super shitty abuse of power and totally fuck over a young woman's life for a while. Yeah. But let's say this right now. I think she's... I think she's uh, on top as far as public... Uh, PR goes, yeah. PR? Public relations. Yeah. Crushing it. Everyone fucking hates Clinton. Without a yeah. doubt. Hey, why well, I hate clear, clear Hillary way fucking more than Bill Clinton, I'll tell you what. I'll t- yeah. Bo- that baby killing booger breath. <laughs> Dude, she was in with Graciano Lopez. <laughs> exactly. Where do you think he was getting them foster kids from? <laughs> I heard He they- was right. 
Q's <laughs> fucking right, man. If you can't tell we watched the HBO documentary <laughs> oh, recently, sure you should check it out. But, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was really, it was good. really good. But now we're going to be, we we feel like we know, yeah. we feel like we're educated on QAnon now. Yeah, spoiler alert, way more pornography in that documentary than you'd even think was possible. Mm, and really unneeded. <laughs> I don't know whether to keep going or stop, dude. Well, uh, it was on HBO, so yeah, so fucking find it. I finished to it though. <laughs> With that, we could keep it all in now. I think. Uh, <laughs> Just so this, we're keeping all this in, so that we can let the listeners know this is not a perfect podcast by any means. Yeah. If you didn't yeah. already know that for sure, that's our brand. You saw our co- you saw our cover art. But check this out. We're going to do a quick reset. I think Monica and the things I read, Monica Lewinsky made it clear. She, like, loved him. And yeah. shit, you know? So she, I think that's something to be cognizant of. The, like, her narrative, how she is saying it, mm-hmm. you know? But. it Yeah, it, it, it is a known thing. It's not a issue of that. Definitely abuse of power, I feel like. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. It was, but I feel like. It was two consenting adults, and I think she would go back and yes. say definitely consented to everything, but looking back, it is scummy. It's one of those things that you're like, and especially when you're the president, it's like, yeah. why are you being scummy? And then the media then presents him as this great guy, and everyone at home is like, well, Bill Clinton's the best, so clearly Monica is the one who's yeah. at fault here. And that is how it was presented to America, and America at the time ate it up. But I, I you were saying no, no, that was going to no, no. transition. Yeah, into... Well, I mean, there could be a whole history of presidents and stories that we don't know about because That's we're, very we're just true. getting this information disseminated however they want to present it to us and whatever they feel like is worth presenting to us. But we found a little... Oh, yes, please. Lyndon know, B. Johnson. Yeah, Lyndon B. Johnson, uh, while you're pulling that up, uh, Lyndon B. Johnson was known for showing people his cock, calling it... I can't remember what he would call it, uh, but he would have like a nickname for his dick and would like show people. And, like, staffers at the time when Lyndon B. Johnson was president, staffers were like, that's just Lyndon for you. Oh, he's at it again. Are you kidding me? You B. Get Johnson. Out of here. <laughs> Have you met Carlisle? Carl? <laughs> oh, you'll meet Carlisle. He's my, he's my little helper. Carlisle, oh, you'll get to know him. <laughs> but, no, Kennedy was the other one that I found. One of the most Ooh. beloved presidents, you know? Also, that guy and a tragic story. Fuck. That guy liked to fuck. But yeah. big time. And just this little clip that I found uh, in research I thought was perfect. The White House staff worked overtime to clean up the evidence of Kennedy's many liaisons. Making their job especially difficult was the president's love of blondes whose stray hair's wife Jackie would know were not hers. And uh, they would comb through the the bed and the floor on their hands and knees cursing, why can't he get himself a steady brunette? (laughs) Just make it easier, dude. Dude, that is tough, man. What you a bro. Uh, wants blondes, dude? Yeah, but when you're the president, you're. <laughs> it, it doesn't. Yeah. It's gets, like. President gets what president wants, bro. But it's like. It, I, I don't know. Kennedy's a weird one because you're like, okay, yeah, is it scummy? Was he cheating on his wife? But also, was it all consenting adults and were there just women who wanted to sleep with the president? Yeah. And maybe it was all consensual and it was all fine, but it was also the 60s, so probably not. Yeah. <laughs> We've all seen Mad Men. <laughs> I was just going to say, dude. dude. I just like how <laughs> Kennedy was like, uh, yeah, have my aides lint roll my room. Could you have that happen real quick? Because my wife's coming home and I fucked three blondes last night. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe that's why we need a woman and president so we can have a horny woman president. I think we're forgetting one. Oh, please. Yeah, one very important prezi. What? It has been rumored 
that Abraham Lincoln would l- sleep with. It's documented. He would share a bed with a man. He would go on these like what like long trips, and then stay with this one dude. And people are speculating that Abraham Lincoln was his, getting the log. Yep, he was. G- <laughs> <laughs> Fucking that that was to be fair though spicy. Okay, literally like well that it kind of ties into that, but it being like, dude, I just like imagining Lincoln like, I just freed the slaves, and my wife Margaret, we lost our third child. Life is stressful. I'm the best president to date. I just need to get away with my friend Kent in a cabin in the woods. And then he runs off, and they do, like, little fun Boy Scout sleepover stuff. <laughs> They're, like, shooting tin cans with BB guns and shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a, mo- like a little rascal's montage. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They're holding candles under their chins and telling stories. Like, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. That one point, they're literally, like, they do the dollar on a string thing to, like, people walking by the street, but it's President Lincoln in a full suit and top hat <laughs> and just his friend. <laughs> Oh, you must be quicker than that. It would be $5 on a string, though. You got to be quicker than that. I was going to say that. I was going to be like, I was like, it's right in front of you, Ben. You got it. Yeah. It's a $5 bill. Come on, please say it. (laughs) Mm. But they were probably fucking. Um, Presidents be fucking, dude. And the thing about it is, like, with Kennedy, yeah, it wasn't, like, a big deal. People speculated on it and would talk about it. But it wasn't, like, this huge deal. And in this specific case, what had happened was... He had had a previous allegation when he was governor of Arkansas. Oh, Bill Clinton, that's right. Yes, Billy Clinton. That's oh. right. Yes, not to, you know. Yes. Round us up and bring it back here. But, yeah, sweet Paula Jones, dude, that's who it was. It was Paula Jones, um, governor of Arkansas, and she was a young gal as well. I don't have quite as many details yeah. on her, but Paula similar Jones. situation. Yes, and um, and he squeaked by that, too. That's the thing, is the thing with Monica Lewinsky, the thing with Paula Jones— Bill Clinton just went right past it. The the scandal we're referencing, which I'm sure many of you are already aware of, is Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky having a few encounters in the White House as she's working there of a sexual nature. And sure, you know, there's the clip of him saying, oh, I did not. You do it. You do it. I can't do the rules. I did not. I did not. Ah, fuck. We'll get we it. Hold up. To Teamwork it. Honestly, maybe this uh, podcast has had enough Clinton impressions. <laughs> no, I did. I did not have sexual relations uh, with that woman. I did. I did not have sexual relations with that just woman. Just like that. Yeah, just like that. And it turns out he did, you know? Oh, and that's sure. that's basically the gist of what happened. And she gets ridiculed and made fun of for a large amount of time. Late night yeah. TV was getting involved. Yeah. She was just like a, a, a point of... Like a laughing stop. Yeah, maybe. a laughing yeah. stop for the country yeah. for a while. I yes. know Lenin was brutal. Um, news articles, brutal. And she did kind of get thrown to the wolves, and I feel like that was the perspective. I think it is more aware of what actually happened now, but I think a lot of people, if you're listening, your perspective of Monica Lewinsky, it's not crazy to believe that it might be that you think, like, oh, maybe she was actually a slut or all these things that she was portrayed as when this all came out. Because that was just the common belief, and in, her story didn't really, isn't definitely didn't get out as much as this did. Yeah, yeah. she was that harlot at the time. Yeah, yes. it was that harlot energy. 
Yeah, a point of criticism. Scarlet letter. But there's a lot of inner workings behind the scenes of how all this shit kind of came to the surface. It was kind of a lead up. It wasn't like, (gasps) it was like one day we didn't know and one day we know. There was a little bit of a a lead up uh, under his governance in Arkansas. Yes, uh, Paula Jones case. Bada bing, bada boom. She, um, she, I can't remember what she did though. She was a, at the governor's office. Yes, she was a state clerk is what I'm reading here. Yes, um, state clerk. Yeah, in Little Rock, Arkansas, shouts out. And uh, he was governor at the time. Okay. And yes. something transpired in a hotel room. And this one, you know, it kind of falls by the wayside because then the big scandal comes out of Monica Lewinsky. Yes. So. Paula Jones never really got her day, so to speak. I think she did get a small payout at, eventually like, in 98, if I'm not mistaken. But um, Yes. She is there like a settlement, but they went to, this went to actual court, if I remember correctly. It did, yeah. And on, what is it, the statute of limitations, like pulling up on oh, three yeah. years of it, they're running out of time. You know, they can't, yeah. like, charge him. He's going to get reelected. All yeah. this stuff is about to happen. So they bring in these other lawyers and find out from Linda Tripp, new yeah. character in the story, sweet Linda Tripp, worked with Monica Lewinsky that maybe there was this other allegation. Oh. Yeah. Yes. So they were like, she comes, uh, Linda Tripp comes into play, and she's the connecting piece to the whole scandal breaking. So they're like, is there anything going on the, in the White House? And she's like, well... Well, I do mm-hmm. have a little tea to spill. I got a little yeah. tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she so. did. But honestly, Linda Tripp, just a jealous <laughs> bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, get over yourself. Yes. They could have just had their affair. Maybe things would have fizzled fizzled out. But this wasn't like a like a current, yeah. you know, like a Harvey Weinstein type situation. Right. Perhaps Bill Clinton was a predator in that way. He was scummy, yeah, and scummy I would say guy. the abuse of power, but he technically did not do anything <laughs> illegal. He's well, just it a with Monica. trash. Okay, with yeah, Monica. yeah. The question was more with Paula Jones. Yeah. Um, what really but, happened? Um, but it's listed in those tapes that, like, she she says, I love you to him. You know, it's like this actual, Yeah, Monica like, says that feelings. to Bill Clinton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the tapes that this dumb... Well, I kind of see how she was doing her part. If they if they didn't know if they didn't know what happened to Pamela, mm-hmm. Paula. Um, Paula, fuck, <laughs> they didn't know what happened to Paula, and then they come to Linda and they're like, "This is a serious investigation." Yeah. They're like, "What's going on?" And she's like, la, 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 la. "And but she milked it so hard on the tapes. You like she recorded Monica Lewinsky over the phone." Okay, so what is Linda's role in this all? Linda is the recorder on the phone. I'm getting so to that. she's recording it. So she, yeah, she's got. Monica Lewinsky crying, being excited, being like, I don't know if he likes me, where it's like new, like, it's a fling kind of. And that's on tape. All of the details. She recorded all every conversation. All the nitty gritty stuff. Linda Tripp goes, here you go. This is all I have on Monica. And then it breaks about the president that he's been involved with a young woman. Quilts yeah. to wed to that dumb biscuit Hillary Clinton. Baby blood drinking ass. What's 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 kind of crazy to me is, is like whole the whole Monica thing and especially like her getting excited is think about the self confidence you have to have as a twenty two year old yes to believe <laughs> that the president of the United States is like in love with you she's like he's looking right at me <laughs> I guess it's I like just got it like that yeah I mean our degrees paying off after all 
She's like, I mean, yeah, I get it. It's like, I mean, she's, she. I mean, I guess looking at it now, she's clearly a very intelligent woman. So maybe she did know what she was doing. Maybe she did have her shit together. And she was like, yeah, I actually will kill that bitch Hillary to get a seat at the table up there with a big Billy boy. Or what if I'm saying, what What if just Bill Clinton, like, put this inside of her, literally? You think, uh, I mean, he, that's like, probably exactly what happened. I was he, just... I was just saying it's hilarious that I think, like, I imagine myself at 22 believing, like, that'd be like me believing Margot Robbie is in love with me. I want to live in a reality where they're getting freaky, and he's, like, really, like, also teaching her stuff, where he's, like, she's, like, fellatioing or whatever, <laughs> and he's, like, oh, <laughs> oh, baby, that feels good. Hey, for a second, don't let your enemies know what you're up to. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, Monica. <laughs> If there's one thing I've learned in love and war is there's always going to be a side that loses. <laughs> uh, he's just like an old presidential creepy Miyagi. Dude, he's such Se a weird creepy dirtbag, dude. You know what could have been, though, is he could have he could have locked it in with Monica. You know, things fizzle out with Hillary. Mm -hmm. Then we have no Hillary election. Yeah. No Donnie T. And we Imagine have, where we would oh be. Oh, my gosh. The alternate timeline that Monica Lewinsky oh. and Bill Clinton caused here. Oh, my wow. God. Maybe Monica would be pressed right now, dude. Holy shit. We would have a hot president right now. Um, but, yeah, so Linda Tripp <laughs> is recording these conversations. Yeah, but sadly, Linda Tripp had to ruin all of that. Yeah. 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 And beyond just recording the conversations, there is the, uh, the famous blue dress. I believe it was blue. Mm -hmm. Dress that she was wearing during one of the encounters. Oh, which is talked about in these. Oh, tapes. that's right in the documentary. But then Linda Tripp is like, "You should save it. Don't wash it." Not even Monica's idea. She's like, "Well, I've got a gala coming up, you know." Yeah, I think I'm gonna wash the dress because it just looks so. so what's good the deal with me. the dress? Well, it was covered in. in my spunk. Spooey, yeah. No, yeah, it was covered in the president's spunk. So yes. she had worked under Bush. You know, before Clinton. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And Linda had Tripp. kind of an, yeah, she had Linda kind of Tripp an in with the Clintons. So yeah. yeah. She still worked at the White House. Oh. So she's and in she's there. she's basically like a coworker, you know, just like yeah. someone to gossip with at the end okay. of the day. Yes. Let me tell you about me and Bill, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so she starts recording these calls, though? But I think if I remember correct, Linda has to kind of like, like work her way in a little more and become like her fucking fake best friend. Well, and especially once she starts talking about this relationship, like initially it was like they would exchange gifts and conversations, you know, yeah. and that's where she kind of brings Linda Tripp in and she hears these stories. She's like, oh, my God, maybe this is worth recording. Yeah. And you know? Linda, Linda's jealous of Monica. What's Linda's motive in recording all this? I think the motive may have been the, the case with Paula Jones. Oh, OK, so she's like so Linda is like trying to do a good thing. Yes, but she's ruining Monica's life. Yeah, and but mm. she's she is doing a good thing. But the level of mistrust after you hear those phone calls, like it would be like if I was on the phone to you about Jenna, and I was like, "Dude, she's so fucking cool." And then like we have a fight one day, and I'm like, "Bro, she fucking hurt my feelings and shit." It would be like if you recorded all that and then just gave it to the news. It's like a deep mistrust. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see what you're you know, saying. She was an undercover. Kind of operation there. So that she she just had nefarious ulterior motives. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it was for a good cause of, you know, even though it didn't really do much to him. But yeah. so Linda's recording all these. Monica's crying. She's emotional. There's this dress that's got semen on it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and I think what was what was really happening was like the investigations going on. They hadn't approached her yet, but she's hearing these things involving the president while he's under investigation and thinking this might be worth it. So maybe nefarious, but they hadn't even approached her. It was mostly just like I just think for her own sake of if something does come out, yeah. we got this, you know, we got she this was, recorded. She was trying to get it. But yeah, here it says she admitted that she found Lewinsky immature and a groupie, but she was also more than happy to listen to her. So really just a coworker like, mm. oh, I'm excited to hear these stories. And then takes all that and is like, I got it. I got the hot, the hottest tea. She's got lava temperature tea, dude. Piping. And then. Can you imagine sitting on this? Just being like, you motherfuckers have no idea. And then what? Just wait till And then just me. fucking. Oh, and then being like, <laughs> I did it. Linda Tripp, that's me. <laughs> and then everybody's like, yeah, you're kind of a bitch. Do you, do you remember that kid in like middle school who like if you were playing a game and like let's say you and your friends were getting a little too rowdy, that one kid that would like go tell on you and then feel like everyone was going to like him for that, you know? Yeah. Be like, those kids over there were fighting. And then the whole class is like, we love fighting. Fuck you, Stanley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're having fun, bro. You narc. Dude, that's Linda Tripp, dude. Yeah, Linda Straight is up. the Stanley. Linda Stanley. So that she, these, so these break and Monica's life is ruined. I mean, uh, I think if we hop back to the outline and we take a look, the late night jokes were, I mean, Jay Just Leno thrashed. Uh, yeah. Like for instance, here's Jay Leno. Uh, you know who was the at the Vanity Fair party? Uh, Monica Lewinsky. She was sitting right next to me. Uh, I was at table fourteen. She was under table twelve. Right underneath that. Monica Lewinsky told this month's Cosmo magazine that if it weren't for Bill Clinton, she would be a mom now with two kids. Really? Not the way she was doing it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's one of those things where you see it as an example of how society has grown up a little bit. Some people would say matured, maybe. A bit, yeah. Yeah. I would say. we got some ways to go, but I would say we're We're all, hey, at least. We're coming along. We're trucking along. I would like to make a statement on behalf of Oh Yeah Pod. We're Team Monica, not Team Bill. So, yeah, shouts Bill. out Lewinsk. You can shove that saxophone right in your ass. Ah, but, yeah, she was getting thrashed by the media and all these late night. Late night was huge, you know, late 90s. And Jay Leno especially went after her. And it, it's just one of those things where you look back and you it's a bummer because no one knew what they were doing was wrong. You almost, like, look back and go, ah, you idiots. You dumb idiots. You didn't even know you were ruining this poor girl's life for a while. Yeah, it was tragic, dude. Um, but she did get through it by knitting, and that's another little known fact yeah. about Monica Lewinsky. People did not know that. Mm-hmm. She knitted so much Yes. during her, this time of just getting fucking obliterated by everybody, literally, in the entire country. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, and then she actually tried to parlay that into handbags. Really? She, like, made handbags and, like, sold them to places because she was Monica Lewinsky. And then she was like, these are my reversible hippie tote bags. These are dope as fuck. I knitted these. (laughs) These are stained with my tears. (laughs) (laughs) This is a shame purse. (laughs) Hope you like it. As I knitted this one, I got over the fear of being in public. (laughs) (laughs) These are called trauma purses. They carry around my tears. So besides the purses, she was also pretty busy. This is like right after the scandal happened, and she's just chilling around. So she comes back with the purses, and then she gets this endorsement for Jenny Craig. What year? In 2000. So this is this is pretty fresh. Yeah. 
from the scandal. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah. I'm two years old. Dude, and I am three. Five. Perfect. So Jenny Craig approaches Monica. Before then, but um, she approaches, and they're like, "Hey, we want to work with you." So a man in a suit walked yeah. up to Monica he and was said, like, "Hey, doll. Hey, angel face. We want to hey, work with you." Hey, Jenny Craig's waiting for you in the back. Why don't you go sit down and have a meeting? Yeah. And then he slaps her on the ass because it's Mad Men. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's getting cut. That <laughs> 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 the um. But so Jenny Craig approaches her and they're like, but you got to lose 40 pounds, sweetheart. I'm so sorry. Which is so fucked because I'm looking at a picture of her with Bill Clinton right there. 40 pounds from where? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Jenny Craig's like, this is a thing for women who are fat, but we need you to be rail thin, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Tighten it the fuck up, please. I don't care how thin you are. 40 is the minimum. Yeah. Figure it if out. If you need to gain 40 pounds to lose 40 pounds, make it the fuck happen. Seriously. <laughs> um, and then, so this is January. This is very beginning of 2000. And then February, they cut it off. So the deal's over. She only comes away with 300000 Which, to be honest, uh, I think she walks away ahead. She probably didn't even try to... She probably was like, oh, I just feel healthier now, and I lost five pounds, and I just walk away with three hundred grand. Plus, I'm yep. Monica Lewinsky. If I write a book about the president, I'll be fine. Yep. I'm just set made in the shade. <laughs> She's like, this book's going to fucking crush on Amazon. Which, okay, and this is another testament. I don't know Monica personally, and I know that we've done some, like, white knighting, but I genuinely encourage you to go look her up because the story is pretty rad, the fact that she did come away from this not not really abusing the opportunity that she had. Like, I think if she did, like, really cash in on the president and, like, being that person, yeah. she easily could. And this is, yeah, it was very, very poignant the way, if you look at it big picture on the timeline, like, mm -hmm. you zoom back from it, right after she's, like, she moves to New York. She's like an A-list celebrity, so she's hanging out in public and like mm -hmm. being a celebrity. And then she does the thing with Jenny Craig and fucking rakes in cash. And then th she parlays it into that kind of thing, but it's like... And then she gets older in life, and she reflects more. And then in like... Mm, after the documentary in 2003, like into the last decade, yeah. she's really like blossomed into like um, like a, an ex like a thing for the movement, like uh, slut-shaming and all that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she, like, took a small picture and then went, like, huge mainstream. So she had a huge impact, and now this is, like, her legacy that she made. Yeah. After all this. And I just think that that is very neat. Yeah, it is in, very neat. In that vein, to belittle the time that uh, it did make sense, yeah, that she, uh, that she, like, made money off of it and had these opportunities. She also talks about, there's a TED Talk that came out in 2018, and she shares how some of the time how she was feeling. Like, uh, she was, like, the OG cyber bullied yeah kid you mm -hmm. know slut shamed before people were getting slut shamed and people were calling him out on it you know it was just yeah. what it was so that's what she talks about it in in that that's how she turned it around was like i was suicidal yeah, and had exactly. this terrible time people and sure she made the money but people like, in this day and age have killed themselves over far less you know what i mean age, yeah so i don't know i don't know if that's saying something about the times we live in or too much internet or just how tough uh monica Lewinsky was then but I, there really isn't much to say. I feel like three straight white guys sitting in an apartment is not the people to talk in detail. I think you should definitely, though, I would encourage everyone to go look up Monica because she puts yeah. it in much more delicate words, what she felt, what she went through. And also, I know as someone who understands I'm a dumb guy, like I definitely walked away with 
learning more of the female perspective in those situations because I remember in high school when Monica brought it, got, would get brought up, the first thing I would jump to would be like, oh, that slut, fucking, oh, I bet Bill Clinton's come to, like, that's just what you did yeah. as, like, a dumb kid in high school when you heard Monica Lewinsky. There was the, the Eminem video where, yeah. like, he's rapping at the podium and then she comes out and, like, wipes her chin and walks away, you know? Mm-hmm. It was, like, this cultural yeah. reference point that, yeah, now we're realizing is not... Yeah. 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 Not as funny as we were making it out to be. Yeah. Yeah. This story kind of wraps up in a nice little bow unless you boys have anything else to add to it. Yeah, just an F you to Linda Tripp. Monica could have just had, like, a sick-ass relationship with the president and that, then moved on. Dude, then mm-hmm. maybe NAFTA wouldn't have happened and we could have kept so many jobs in America. Holy shit. Holy yeah. shit. If there's one thing you can take away from this episode is that Monica is the linchpin of our society. Yeah. And honestly... It was, it was at a fork and it could have gone one way or the other. Mm-hmm. But thanks, Linda. Yep. yep. Thanks, you. And she's... Rest in peace, Linda. Here we are with Biden and Blue Chews, baby. Biden and Blue Chews, dude. Um, it, does Monica have any books or anything? Like, did she? Uh, do we have any she info on what she's up to right now? Yeah, Monica has got quite a bit out there. There's an HBO documentary called Monica in Black and White, uh, and you can watch that on HBO Max. There's the one that's on Hulu that I watched with my family one afternoon. Uh, that was weird, but we did it. Um, the TED Talk a, is uh, yep. is worth watching as well. It's only 20 minutes, and yeah, yeah pretty is, good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, fuck, and I can't remember what the book's called, but I looked it up. We'll get it. But just a large body of work. Mm-hmm. She's really capitalized on this in the best way. Yeah, she made the best out of the of a of a sticky situation. And, and that was there. We go. That was your Jay Leno impression. My <laughs> sticky situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, that that was uh, our oh yeah about Monica Lewinsky. I I hope that you enjoy our way of, I don't know, loosely telling a story. Yeah, <laughs> bouncing dude, around a little bit. This one felt like good. It was like fun and it was like a little bit of pointy Venture. comedy. Should we do a quick state? I've been thinking about doing this for a while. Having a bit that maybe we do every now and then on the pod called State of the Pod. Where we all just talk about how we feel about how the podcast is going. Like directly to the people listening. Dude, I'm having a good ass time. I went back and listened to the episodes. I'm having so much fun. I went mm-hmm. back and listened, okay? I was like, I don't know if this is going to be funny. But I f- honestly, I don't know if it's egotistical, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed it. I uh, came away from listening to those to be like, you listen to my podcast. It's worth it. It's a fun one. That's what I've, I've heard back from some of the people listening, saying they like it. That's really cool to hear. And if you have any advice, I know Ethan's levels were fucked up last week. We apologize. <laughs> Um, but yeah. yeah, I would say I'm it, sorry. It is strange that people like text me podcast bits or like will be like, it, I loved this bit in the podcast. Yeah, I, I got a text as well. And to be honest with you, I didn't even remember what it was. Dude, or that's how that's how far we've come, you guys. I got text yeah. a podcast bit and I was like, I don't know. Three people have been like, dude, I like your shit. <laughs> and if I'm like, I'm like, I feel like a different human now. Yeah. I don't know. The f- little bit of compliments just fucking blew my ego up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we run a professional yeah, podcast. podcast now, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that's a cool little stay of the pod. You guys have anything else you want to say on that? Just thanks so much. Yeah. Um, yeah thanks was, for the support. That was Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. And, yeah. um, I don't know. We were going to record an actual ad, but it's too late to do that. So I'm just going to toss this in here if you've made it this far. Um, 
Feel free to Venmo us if you would like to support this uh, financially. You can Venmo us at Oh Yeah Pod on Venmo. All money goes directly into improving the equipment of the podcast. Um, We got a few listeners, and we're like, they need to fucking pay for this shit. Yeah. One compliment, and I was like, (laughs) I need your money now. But more important (laughs) than your money, like literally this is more important than your money. It really is. If you could like and review and share the podcast. Yes, we're available... Literally everywhere except Pornhub and YouTube right now. Mm-hmm. So if you would be so kind, it would really help bump us up, and uh, and just it just be chill, bro. Yeah. Also, while we're touching on this topic, I was so serious about the brick scenario, uh, in the last episode, mm-hmm. and I kind of want to. So I'll even cover the shit. I just want to be able to say, I sent one of our listeners a yeah. brick, and. Uh Follow us all everywhere you can possibly follow us. I feel like I feel like we've diggity done done it, boys. Dude, we did it. Ben plays out. This was tight. Hope Benny. you guys had a great time. I am Benny Putts. Thanks for letting us know. All right, don't forget that that's Benjamin <laughs> Putts. Everybody. What a chill, cool guy. Uh, Benny Putts on Instagram, Ethan underscore Abenstrin on Instagram, and Ben.web.er on Instagram. Yeah. Does yeah. anyone have anything they they wanted to say in the podcast so bad, but they just didn't get it in? You only have a little bit of time left. Hurry. Say it now. Three. Yeah. Three, two, one. <laughs> uh, right away, Graciano Lopez. Yes. Bye-bye, Jolly Beans. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Yeah. The doctor. Oh, Man. <gasps> I just had a memory. Um, I just want to share this. Perhaps you listened to the most recent episode, time and I spoke about it. But also tie me in, because I spoke about Jolly Beans Magic Castle last week. Oh, my and golly. Just a slight update. Slight update. <laughs> Do they know yet? No. I was debating whether I should cut it. <laughs> oh, Ben, spill the tea, my guy. Can yeah, I tell what? can I tell my little tiny part and then I Please. want you to tell the whole story? Please. I was editing the podcast and I saw him promote it and I called him and I played it for him and I said, Can I leave this in? It's so funny to just leave it in and then I was gonna edit myself in explaining it and I didn't. I was like, I'm just gonna leave it in because I think it's silly. So I'm so happy you're letting people know because I was cracking up editing the podcast when I heard you do this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Please take it away. Yeah, dude, it was bad. Um, but he gave me my very first show, Jolly Beans Magic Castle. I can't remember his name. Um, Graciano Lopez. You can look him up. He's yeah. all over the news here in Lincoln. But um, yeah, so paid me real well. First comedy show said I could never come back. <laughs> Welcome me back because it was R-rated this time. And So wait, just to go back to... Be sure people heard you right. You got banned and then paid a lot of money, got banned, then immediately asked to come back. Yeah, within like a couple weeks of being told I was banned. This guy seems like he's got something weird going on. I don't know. I couldn't tell. You know, it's kind of weird vibes. Seemed like he was paying us a little extra to keep quiet about something. Did he? Oh. So what did he? But um, between the time of giving me that show. And then kicking you out of it forever. Yes, forever. And then welcoming me back. There was like a week period where I wasn't getting any details on the show, and it turns out he just took a fancy into kids and is now in jail. You Can know, we get an applause that there's an predator in jail? Ah. Yeah. Yeah, hope you rot in there, my guy. I do like, I do, I can appreciate, well, I can't appreciate, let me pre- re- re- walk that back a little. 
I do think it's funny that he was like, hey, you can't talk about cum at my magic shop, but also while I'm here, yeah, I'm going to have an inappropriate relationship with a child. <laughs> the fuck? He was like, the gall, the gall of you. The ball's on this man. You will never stain the good name of Jolly Bean Magic Castles ever again. Dude, yeah, odd fellow, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another comic we know, Matt Blevins, was like, he was like, damn, I told people I was supposed to headline this place. <laughs> I told everybody I knew I was going to headline a magic shop. Yeah, dude, I saved the check he gave me from the first show, and now it's like, I better get yeah. rid of that. You took My first comedy money. You took the money from the pedophile. Oh, I spent and it, And then too. you framed it, and you said, I did it, Mom. <laughs> I bought the frame. I Ange, never look at it. me go. And that's just a dirty <laughs> underlook into the belly of the Hollywood machine we're all a part of. Yeah. Yeah. It even re- reaches to, to Lincoln, baby, Nebraska. Those fucking baby-eating sons of bitches. And that's why you came to this podcast. This Hell has yeah, been partner. a podcast hidden. This is a true QAnon truth podcast hidden within yep. a comedy podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're, yep. we're giving you the most up-to-date news. Exactly. Trust the plan. Trust the plan.